0: Yeah, what is up with the fist bell? Hi,
1: I'm Milk.
2: I'm Aurora. And today we have...
1: Lemon Font. That's me. Hey, Lemon, thanks for for coming on the show. Uh, Just so people don't know who you are, if that's even possible... uh, what do
0: you do? How <laughs> are you famous? Uh, I am a adult comic creator, most famous for uh, Shapeshifter and my new comic Nichols and Change. And uh, you can find links in the notes below.
2: Show notes, yeah. And for anyone who's listening to this for the very first time, um, welcome to Nymphomercial, the hentai podcast that um, reviews hentai both enthusiastically. And regrettably, and I apologize for my very confused way of saying that. It's been a while since I've been on the show, but I'm pretty much back now. I moved into my new house. If anyone was missing me, thank you. If anyone was really glad that I was gone, you know, too bad. But yeah, so and remember that uh,
0: you did this to yourself. Always love putting guests on the spot for it. Oh, that was just like a such a natural mm-hmm. flow into it. I didn't think mm-hmm. it was going to be like, oh, here it is. I don't know where, but there you go. <laughs> Did you think we were going to turn to the camera and think? <laughs> and now Lemon, <laughs> you know, like a little like a nudge, but like, I was like, oh, I had to pick up on that cue quick.
1: Yeah, we, we used to have like a prompter that would hold like flashcards for everyone, <laughs> but we had to let them go. Okay.
2: Yeah, since COVID and everything. God.
1: Mm-hmm. The the Patreon took a hit. It wasn't in the budget anymore. They're the first to go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the paper face sign boy had to get cut, which also is such a big, deep flashback of a joke that I don't think any of our current fans are going to get what I just did. But whatever. I digress.
0: Uh, what did you bring for us today? <laughs> deep uh, cuts. <laughs> today I brought a... English uh, translated H manga, as it's officially known, It is called Amnero Reinforced Human. It goes by the other moniker of a metahuman Amnero, and it is by Hyokuro. And yeah, let's just talk about it today. It's a nice little 48-page book. You can find it on JList, so it's very accessible to everyone.
1: Yeah, you, you bought me the physical copy. I have it here, all its cool. uh, nice papery well. pages.
2: That book ASMR. Holy yeah. cow.
1: It's <laughs> just an ASMR
0: podcast now.
1: It's uh, It's got this nice matte feeling and spot UV title. Very good printing. Yeah. Although mm. I was bitching a little bit before the show. There is one page where one of the speech bubbles like wraps so far into the spine. It's kind of like hard to see. Ruined. Take it back. Yeah. <laughs> New episode now. Really. It's no good. Throw it away. Yeah oh um i i guess uh we should mention tags we've got breeding kink lactation dub con playful misogyny <laughs> which um uses the word lolly con, but this is not lolly content whatsoever we'd never do that on the show um we also have smash mouth lyrics i think is an appropriate tag for this <laughs> I didn't pick up on that, but uh, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, Smash Mouth was a an older part of American culture, so I, I don't know how familiar you are with the Shrek franchise and what it did to our country.
0: <laughs> no, I did not.
1: <laughs> pretty pretty heavy impact, I'd say. <laughs> shall we? Shall we get into
0: it then? Just jump right into page one. Uh, yeah, sure. So. We got the first page here and immediately jumps into a nice big uh, character introduction. We get a full spread of our uh, main characters. Uh, first one introduced is Amnero. And then, you know, she uh, she seems to be moving in with a um, male friend. And he's just sort of like introducing her to like, you know, here's the house. Here's where uh, you can live and all that sort of stuff. So we're kind of like already in the middle of a, of a story, which, you know, I always appreciate because time is uh, of the essence in storytelling. And I feel that, you know, got to get right into the action. The next page over introduces us to the name of the male friend is Marco. I just got to say right off the bat, they got like such a very interesting design. The first thought that came to my mind was like uh, Trigum. Yeah. You know, like he looks a bit Vash the Stampede-ish. He's got his hair up uh, a few bangs. Kind of like if you
1: mix a Vash the Stampede with um, the main character of Promare.
0: Yeah, yeah. Very just sort of like angular, very like cool. That's what really attracted to me to it. I was saying that like this guy, you know, he's kind of like a, just your average, you know, male stand in in these um, uh, doujins. But like he's got like a bit more modicum of personality, at least visually. So he has the most anime
1: version of business casual I've ever seen. Like he's wearing a button up shirt with the sleeves rolled up to the elbows a vest over it too, but these like sleeves, like the they're jotting off to the side. The collar is so big and like laid down. And then he's got like this scarf thing on too. It's it's a pretty cool design. And then
0: she's got like like a giant puff jacket on. <laughs> like a giant parka. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that's all about. So um I just wanted to say like when I first um picked this I thought this was like a like an Android or some sort of like um super being kind of thing i thought that the the jacket around her was like an inhibitor kind of thing like you know let me take this off and fight gara it's full speed kind of thing oh yeah, yeah. so that's what my uh, thought process was on this one
2: you know it definitely looks like she's trying to steal things like this is a this is a thief's <laughs> coat
0: <laughs> the five you have any idea coat. how many
2: two liters you could stick up there and sneak into the theaters a lot <laughs>
1: Yeah, she she just has so much liquor just stored up in here to hide in her new little room.
0: She's a real keeper. That's why, you know. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, and also like another striking part about her design, which really brings me like strong Disgaea vibes is like she has this big like bow ribbon on top of her head. That's very prominent.
1: Which if anyone's seen how I designed Tilt, I'm a huge fan
0: of the giant like bow ribbon. Yeah, it's very cute. It's very cute. So, yeah, they just sort of get introduced to, like, you know, that uh, Amnero is going to be living here with Marco. There is some sort of, like, uh, what we understand is like a an occupational agreement between them. Like, maybe they have to work together in some sense. But um, a lot of these details seem to be very vague. And obviously, if you're picking up this book, you might not know. You probably think that that's definitely not what's going to be the focus here.
1: The pacing really doesn't seem like your average... Hentai manga because there's like little things to show in that this is like an actual world. You know, he's saying, like, oh, this was my old partner's room, but he mentions how he doesn't even know what's happened to him. The the pacing is really fast to show that like stuff has happened to these characters. They're not just here to be like blank dolls to have
0: sex, but it also doesn't get too caught up in the details. Yeah, it's true. There's like a lot of different uh in- interesting background details and all that sort of stuff. Enough to uh, definitely warrant some attention. Like there is a um, Amnor is apparently uh, on some sort of medication that is helping her with some sort of affliction. But we that's not really clear. There are some uh, what I can assume to be like flashback word bubbles. There's a lot of details here, but uh, it's quickly thrown to the wayside as like we quickly get into like the meat of the subject.
1: Yeah, it looks like it starts off the next day after she's been staying for a night. He offers her coffee. And she's like, oh, even though you have, like, a young defenseless woman sleeping next door, there's no funny business. And this is where he goes, like, well, I ain't no lollycod. And, like, if you can see the character design, she's clearly, like, not a child. She's, like, working with him. Um, It's just, like, a a means to kind of be degrading and kind of an asshole. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Yeah, I think I see it as a a light bit of teasing at best, you know, Um, because, like, I guess she has, like, a very petite frame. Um, And I think a very wise man said that, you know, you can go to McDonald's and order the large, medium or small, but just stay away from the Happy Meal. That's for kids. (laughs) So, (laughs) yeah, um, I can definitely like uh, understand here.
1: It shows this yonder a personality where like now she's kind of starting to blush and sweat and she's like, oh, I should show my appreciation. And she says thanks. But she's kind of like pushing her boobs together.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, yeah, obviously, very suggestively. uh, It's great. Um, The next page kind of throws me for a bit of a loop because it's like a, oh, you know, and then she's moved in and then lots of stuff happened over the next four months. And I'm really interested in all this stuff that's shown off in like a montage page here because like they go to a diner and then the very next panel is them fighting a bull and then they're going to a business meeting and then a lot of other stuff. And I'm just like, oh, what's what's happening here? I want to know. But that doesn't really get explained upon we we see so much and also like
1: some imply of like their relationship growing with her, like putting a talisman on his face as he's like sleeping. Um, but we don't quite know if that's a good or bad thing, but just, um, you know, they're interacting more off-screen.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think um, this is just to emphasize the point that they've moved, like, she's moved in. There's four months of them getting to know each other casually, just to sort of like maybe bring up to expectation of the relationship between them, these two characters at the moment. But then we go on to the next page here, and we notice that the medicine that has been hinted at throughout this entire series um, Uh, story so far is empty so you know what happens when the medication is empty and apparently the answer is uh, horny mode activated (laughs) so uh, amnero starts sweating and giving off these like you know those um, sweat bubbles and heavy blush heavy sweat just to really show like a a sense of heat in progress
1: yeah this is much more like heat steam than you would see from your
0: average person yeah definitely and um me personally i'm not like I think it's okay to show this kind of thing. I think it off-puts a lot of people when they see Steam and they, they think of like, oh, it just just smells in this room. It's very humid, you know? Um, but like, I understand that it's used to sort of like, not used as a very literal effect, but more as a sort of like to simulate the atmosphere in the um, room at the moment. So then um, Marco notices saying, whoa, you're burning up. He's like, oh, wait, well, where the heck are you so hot? What happened? And then she's like, you know, just take me to the room. And, you know, this is where the the meat happens. You know, this is where we get, it gets interesting.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, we know this is a hentai. We know the bathroom's <laughs> definitely going to, to lead to something.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We all know where this is heading now. Um, I do just want to point out, in this one panel with uh, Marco, just when he's uh, carrying Amnero to the bathroom, he's definitely got those uh, Vash the Stampede shades with the whole, like, zigzag on the legs. I just want to say that that's where I immediately, like, lock on to that inspiration.
1: You know that the person who made this is like so horny for Vash and they're like, (laughs) not enough stampede. But not only that, uh, spoilers for Trigun. Vash is kind of an android himself. Oh, yes. In in this or not android. um, I was going to say
2: he's not an android. (laughs) He's like, he's he's just kind of
1: not bionicle. What is it? Extra cyborg. But like cyborg. He's a bit of a cyborg. He's he's had modifications done to his
0: body. Yeah. So I think that's where I was getting, like, you know, the word android was floating around my head uh, when uh, picking this up. So then she's like, you know, like, hey, you got to take my clothes off. You know, wow. I <laughs> wonder where this is going. But then, like, the, the parka comes off and we notice that she has, like, uh, I hope I know the right term, but, like, sort of, like, talismans. Yeah. To sort of, like, uh, bond it over her, like... Uh, nipples as pasties, which is such a—I don't know—it's a very cute visual idea. You know, I always like that kind of stuff. It really helps with the buildup of tension
1: of like undressing a character too.
0: Mm, definitely, you know. Um, I think more people should definitely use uh, pasties in their um, work and stuff, and for visual design. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what are the talismans? Uh, Marco uh, remarks, and then she requests for the for him to peel those off. You know, so the charms are about to come off. Um yeah, <laughs> there's a thought here that says like with a strength like hers, uh, there's bound to be after effects. So there's, again, a bit more implications of the metahuman nature of Amnero, but I wish maybe there was a bit more explanation to this. Maybe this in some other book or something. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I believe there's more chapters of this and, and sounds like they're just trying to get to the, the sauciness quick enough so that way you get interested in the plot by the time you're done with the the issue and want to get more rather than like relying on the plot and people
0: possibly getting bored before uh they get through the whole thing maybe yeah yeah that's true so interesting of note as he's about to peel off the talismans we get a translation of the kanji used and i believe it's uh they use the word lifesaver in place of the talisman so that to what um degree that says i'm not sure yet but cool just for notice you know (laughs) yeah pretty pretty good localization to slip that in there yeah yeah it's good i like when um you know translation goes above and beyond and sort of like tries to you know diegetically maybe write over some kanji or foreign characters just to help the reading experience you know
1: and and i mean speaking on that note we have so much onomatopoeia in this manga and it's all translated Mm -hmm. and it's
0: just very flavorful and big over the pages oh yeah definitely i'm a big fan of like obscene amount of onomatopoeia for them to have been localizing this and then you know what they do is they probably like edit it out and then fill the art back in and then overlay it again with their own version or maybe they have um, access to the original manuscripts and you know can easily edit that how they could i'm not too sure myself but um, either way it's very impressive and the detail is very much appreciated. So, yeah, as we continue, the, it's a very slow buildup of the talismans being peeled off. There's a lot of like anticipation between each panel as they're like jolted and slowly tugged off.
1: Yeah, it takes about one, two, three or five, five panels
0: of actually showing the peeling and like two whole pages of the process. Yeah, yeah. It's very deliberate. So, you know, hey, if this is your kind of thing. You're done. You're going to get a kick out of it, you know? And then when they are ripped off, you know, here's where the uh, lactation tag comes into play, as there's just a nice big spread on this page of Amaro just going ham there. Just gushing. Just gushing. (laughs) Just erupting. And then... Marco noses and says, "You know, breast milk, but how she doesn't look pregnant. This this guy has never been to a hentai before. Obviously, everyone's lactating." Yeah,
1: I love how like
0: he's pulled off his glasses and it's just like (laughs) dripping from. (laughs) Well, Well, he got some on the glasses. That's why I have to take them off now. You know, it looks fairly thick too. Yeah, yeah. This it's not. I feel that hentai lactation is not real life lactation at all. There's the there's definitely like a hit a different substance at play here.
1: (laughs) And as far as the art goes, we we haven't touched too much on it. It's it's a gray scale with a mix of like shading grays as well as like half tones. Although the half tones are used pretty seldomly. But what's really cool is that it goes from very like smooth lines to some very rough and not even always um on like different pages. Like it uses smoothness sometimes for the focus or it uses roughness for the focus. So we have her like laying here and most of her her lines are pretty smooth. But then as it gets down to her shorts and her legs, the art quality, the the line art just becomes very thick and jagged. And like her feet look very barely illustrated.
0: Yeah, yeah. I noticed this detail when I was first reading it. Um, and uh, I was like, oh, well, you know, you got to get that. Those the breasts right. And then everyone know what feet looks like. Come on, you know, let's move on. <laughs> Yeah, so maybe not one for people with a foot fetish. No, though. no, 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 no. We, we didn't put that in the tag, so don't come here looking for it. <laughs> mm-hmm, exactly.
1: Yeah. I do like how he comments, um, not the time nor the place to be fallen for her. And it's like, come on, my dude, you're, you're in a bathroom covered in her breast milk. I think
0: it's it's at least somewhat appropriate of a time and place. He's <laughs> still, still a bit of a gentleman, you know? <laughs> But uh, yeah, um, and again, just to um, go off the art quality, um, I do like this erratic style of um, line width and you know a very sketchy line ratio. I'm a big fan of this personally, but I know that um, for everyone out there, maybe not just in the same case. I think a lot of people are off-putted by it. It's a very divisive topic I've found with um, art appreciation. What
1: I do like to mention is when that like transition of clean to roughness is used, anytime it's paired with uh unusual pupils, I think it's using both like the story and art medium to it's like fullest and combination of the two. And we've gotten a lot of that throughout here. We've seen her eyes go from like solid pupils to like hazed pupils to even different shapes between the eyes at times. And then we're coming up to a page where it's like the dark shadow covering her face. And you've got the like full metal alchemist, like bulbs of light behind the hair.
0: <laughs> It's great. Yeah, it's like, I just, I just like it because it definitely conveys a sense of motion, a sense of erraticness, erraticness? I don't know what the word is there, but hopefully everyone knows. Erraticism. It. Erraticism. Thank you very much. Edit all that out. <laughs> um, yeah, so like, I just love art when it's like this because I'm a big fan of it myself. And I just want to point out that uh, a nice little detail is that she has a scar on her abdomen. That's like, you know, has been stitched over. So, you know, little character detail there. Oh, I didn't even catch that. Yeah. And I um, know how relevant this this is to the whole story, but, you know, maybe we'll find out in future chapters. Who knows?
1: <laughs> Something I, I did notice, though, and it's so close to the scar that I feel silly not like seeing it, but at least in this first panel, you see her with like out her shirt, her hair kind of covers where the belly button would be. Oh, yeah. So it, it's kind of a question of like, You know, does she have a belly button? Is she an android? You know, sometimes that's curious. But, you know, we'll find out as
0: the pages go by. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So after that little eruption there, you know, there's a bit of like a um, uh, sense of alleviation. But then the tension is ramped up again, where uh, we see Amnurah is taking a bit more of a uh, sinister look in her eyes. Using like words like, don't fuck with me. You know, I told you one peek and you're dead. You know, just again, really good art from me. And just like uh, Milk says, here comes this panel with the full male alchemist um, eye style. I want to touch on something I did a little bit of research though for. So
1: at one moment, and we've seen how he's been kind of like, that there clearly is an age difference here. Um, and also just like her being inexperienced uh, as far as like the, the job goes. He mentions here that um, she's still wet behind the ears, which is an idiom I've heard many times. But I was curious, what, where does it come from? And of course, it means inexperienced, but it comes from the idea of a baby still being wet with um, amniotic fluid. So like amniotic, this has a lot about a breeding kink. Um, like that's the primary thing about this. So it was a kind of interesting, like tie. in I don't know the the full details of that, like via the like original translation to this. Um, but it's actually a very old uh, idiom that uh, even before that exact phrasing for it was always by American characters in its oldest, like rendition from like non-American content. Uh, so yeah, kind of an interesting little language tie-in
0: with the character name. I think that's mm. my headcanon, anyway. You need to bring up the um, board with the red rope again for this uh, comic. <laughs> See how? Yeah. It all- <laughs> Anytime you're on,
1: I'm just gonna get like full paranoid and <laughs> track down every little thing.
0: Yeah, just like there's just so much detail everywhere, you know. So as as the scene progresses, we just get more hotter and heavier. There's a definite emphasis of, like, the temperature rising here, um, whether, like, literally or maybe, like, in a metaphorical sense here. But there's definitely, like, a lot of, like, visual indicators of, like, heat and such with sweat and steam. So mm-hmm. that's a lot. Y'all gotta be careful about global warming. It's real. <laughs> and it's in the hentai. They're warming up our anime girls, you know? You gotta be careful now, everybody. They're coming for what you love now. <laughs> yeah uh there's that and then there's this like nice uh, panel i just want to point out where like there's a, a tit grab but like also you can definitely see like the indentations of the fingers and like first glance i thought there was like rib cage showing but like i'm i don't know it could be tit or it could be rib cage i'm not too yeah, sure though. i it, think it's the
1: distortion of like fat that's like not just her breast but also underneath her breast and we're seeing a little bit around the hip too as mm-hmm. he's like reached around her also I absolutely love this quote. The stars of sexuality aligned, and my sense of reason was all but lost. Or, more like in the moment, it seems like the normal thing to do. Basically, she was fulfilling my every thought. <laughs> Just, uh, yeah, kind of get some spicy, a little bit of uh, poetry in there.
0: Yeah. How very uh, poetic, yeah. You know? And then, like immediately she's like, "Don't think that I'll forget about this, <laughs> you know just to contrast that like um exquisite wordplay there or whatever you know, and then we just get really into it. There's a lot of like uh tit sucking, a lot of like uh breastfeeding. He makes the comment that like it tastes like a milkshake, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> which you know, as someone not into um lactation i'm like oh well i can now see the appeal now you know i'd like milkshakes
1: <laughs> yeah you know I, breast milk typically doesn't taste like a milkshake <laughs> from my understanding unless like the person lactating maybe like goes to in and out a lot or something <laughs> also we, we did get like this good x-ray of like the tit sucking and you see like the milk like just squirting out and nice touches you see that it's not just like around the end of the nipple but it's like the aerial too it's like more realistic lactation in the sense of like the source
0: yeah yeah
1: that's great we also see a belly button so there's that <laughs> illusion of we we know she
0: had an umbilical cord at one point there we go we could put that theory to rest <laughs> uh there's also a nice shot here of like him just like taking a uh a gag reflex of uh you know just uh, drinking the breast milk and it's just like mouthful of it <laughs> that's really nice awesome. yeah the the expression work throughout this whole thing has been fantastic Mm, and i think that's just the key to good like um hentai is definitely the expressions because if they are flat and lifeless you just don't connect to them at all
1: yeah i i do like that he is aware most breast milk shouldn't taste like a milkshake too because he even like thinks he's just like what the hell is she you know (laughs) like is this why the mcdonald's ice cream machine's never working it became a girl like what has happened here
0: Ice cream machine turned into a girl walked out. Sorry. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Understandable. (laughs) Have a nice day. (laughs) Um, Yeah. And then this next page is really good. I think um, definitely upped up on the quality of the like halftone work. And I think it's like an effect that like, um, you know, video games use. um, But like, I also kind of incorporate into my art sometimes, which is like um, rendering detail, um, uh, which is like relative to uh, the distance to the um, viewer yeah that draw distance yeah yeah so we notice like in the back she still has that regular sort of like standardized style we come to lose to it but as we get closer to the mount it's very like hyper detailed and hyper um shaded just to sort of emphasize um that level of detail and to contrast there because you are taken from a uh, very straightforward simplistic style up to somewhere up to realism so i
1: really like that effect Something interesting about that though is as we stated earlier the talisman is translated but if you look at the translated part it's a little bit less contorting to the subtle like bumps in the cloth as the rest of it it's I'm only noticing because I'm looking very hard at her like (laughs) vaginal mound here, as I often do. (laughs) But it is something I can tell that was like there was a lot of like labor of love put into the original and the translation. Not as much. You do see like it's still bending to the curvature of the overall shape. Mm. But they're just relying on some transparency to get some of the the details rather than actually like warping the letters
0: custom to the the cloth. Mm, very true. Yeah, well, it doesn't really matter that much because it's going off in the next couple of pa- uh, panels now. And just like the breast, it's very deliberately like slowly peeled off where you see like shot of the talisman shot back to her face. The t- talisman is being ripped off more, shot back to her face, you know, growing intensity. And then it erupts in a uh, bottom panel that shows off the whole detail there. And then next page is just a a nice big spread. You know, these are always very essential to hentai mangas just to sort of like show the full form of the subjects. Again, onomatopoeia is on point here. We get steam clouds, heartbeat noises, shudder, um, SFX. The glush and drip, drip, drip. Yeah, like the amount of different fonts that play here is just impressive. So it's really good. Similar to, like, the sense of tension, like, the line work just gets even more erratic. You know, we got, like, these pupils here that are just, like, become, like, a, a mess of lines just to show, like, the extent of uh, passion into the scene. Yeah, and,
1: like, uh, one eye is, like, a lot more chaotic than the other, and I think it's representing the, like, internal struggle she has with her. She's like, I want them deep inside me, but I can't. She's conflicted, um, stating that By him having intercourse with her, that's getting him entangled into something more of this like unknown plot that uh, we haven't really gotten fully into. But the both the illustration style and what we're seeing in her face mirrors perfectly the narrative going on here, which is really cool because it makes the plot and narrative hit a lot heavy in a quicker amount of time. So that way it's not the focus. It can get like more into the sexual stuff. So it just hits hard moves on to to horny Mm-mm.
0: um reading this now I, I sort of feel like self-conscious about like uh my art sometimes because i'm like oh usually when it comes to like the actual intercourse i feel like a page or two is enough and then i'm just looking at the page count and like wow we're, just, we're halfway through the book and there's nothing but sex from here on out <laughs> i think it's definitely preference
1: you know a lot of people say one piece is too long i disagree i think one piece is very long but it's for that audience that wants a story really taking its time with every piece versus, you know, some people want something as like quick as fully Cooley. You know, it's well, I say that, but now there's like, what, four seasons fully Coolie now. But mm. anyway, it, it's it's a matter of pacing and like desire
0: for pacing, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So then it just gets more intensified. The characters just moving all over the place. It gets really intense on one page where, like, <laughs> um, even as someone who's a preference for this, I feel like even this is getting a bit too, um, <laughs> like, obscure. Of like, what am I trying to look at at the moment?
1: Yeah, there's definitely some parts where, especially with it all black and white versus how yours has a lot of color mixed in. Yeah, well, and fully colored, but the colors get very mixed along with your line art when you get to those intense scenes. This is all shades of gray, so it gets a little harder to distinguish. But we do get um, our second uh, Smash Mouth. You know, it's a little varied, but he says, your pussy's on fire. And I just imagine he's also like, your pussy's on fire. How about mine? That's the way I like it. And you know the rest. There we go. Uh, But yeah, he is mentioned a lot. He's like, oh, I'm going to melt. And you're so, like, hot. But of course he means it like physically too. Yeah. Which like
0: sounds terrible, especially now in the summer. <laughs> I know. I feel like the author was just looking at like, you know, heat on thesaurus, you know, just like other synonyms for like mm-hmm. high temperatures. Yeah. And what can you use?
1: Do you think he the the artists tried to like really put themselves in the situation and they like just kind of got in the sauna, <laughs> just like <laughs> yeah. really turned up the heater in midsummer, and was just like, I've got to get in the zone. <laughs> Lived in Phoenix for a week, you know, all that yeah. stuff. <laughs> Maybe that's why the liner is so scratched. They have like heat stroke. <laughs> <while doing
0: this. laughs> they're just melting as they're trying to draw this, you know?
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think some of this isn't watercolored like ink to do the shading. I, I think it's just like their sweat
0: dripping onto the pages. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it could be very much so. Uh, and then we get to a- an interesting uh, page where the scar starts to glow amidst all the madness you might see on the page uh but the scar starts to glow and then there's like a shot of a what we assume is supposed to be inside her of like a device of some sort and it says like oh no a malfunction and then you know the stakes have been raised from this point on again Mm -hmm. (laughs) your guess is as good as mine as to what implication or what degree of uh, consequence this all is but you know just it results in more sexy time. So there we go. Something about
1: this one panel though, about the device and this, this always bugs me in translated work is sometimes they will use ellipses and hyphens in a way that kind of makes it hard to read. Um, You know, because I had to read this so many times because at first I thought it was saying normal function and yeah, it is in fact saying no, a mal hyphen function. (laughs) And it's like, hey, this is printed. It's big. Just maybe shrink the font so you don't have hyphenated things. Like I get that you know you're working with translated work. You have to fit into the original bubble typically, but don't use hyphens. Like they're just bad. Don't hyphenate words to
0: line break. It's just the worst. Yeah, pretty much. I noticed there was another egregious example in this uh, comic, but I can't remember where it is right now. So. The only
1: time it's good is when she was like, I can't stop cum in, you know, because it's very easy
0: to read still. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of easy to uh, finish that or to complete that word in your head. Yeah. You know? Yeah.
1: But I do like now that it's malfunction. He's like, oh, I'm getting sucked in.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye.
1: <laughs> you know, we we've all experimented with a vacuum before. Like anyone who has a penis, you know, <laughs> definitely everyone's done that. And this is like his time, like. She's his little Roomba right now.
0: (laughs) That's usually the last words everyone else says before the vacuum goes too hard. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, you don't want it on, like, pet dander mode. Like, you want the lowest vacuum setting.
0: (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I just, I feel the pain there. Um, Yeah, so then there's, like, a sort of a, a cum shot. And then it's sort of, like, it cools down a bit. And then she's like, you know, that was one more time. And then inside, that's how babies you came et cetera. she's like i guess she's trying to uh in the midst of passion trying to say that you know oh i think you knocked me up etc you know
1: yeah throughout this whole manga uh during the sex scenes her speech has been broken in different ways and it's very well done what it's like you can tell like like here uh that's how babies you came like that's kind of that mental fog afterglow of being exhausted whereas when she was very feverish she was like her sentence structure was correct but she was very like mispronouncing words we haven't had like any part where like her mouth is full like we see in other hentai where their mouth is full and they're talking fine or like fish hooked or something but you can tell already that like the the writing and i'm assuming the original but also the the translated is very well considerate of how they would be speaking in this moment.
0: Yeah, yeah, a lot of uh, attention to detail to um how the right how the characters speak to each other. Yeah, definitely so. Um going on to the next page, they just like, you know, they have the little cool down but then they just feels like, oh, you want more kids, you know, let let's go for it. Yeah, he's so into the breeding. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, you know, if you're into that, this this here for you. Also another effect I want to notice is that in the next page, the artist is sort of like Given the male uh, Marco more of a darker tone to him. And I guess this is done to like sort of separate the two subjects, you know, because there's definitely could be a case of like, you would wouldn't know where one begins, the other ends. So that definitely helps for clarity.
1: I think it could canonically be explained that she has like a superhuman body and the heat's not affecting her as, as much. And that might be like a full body blush of him just like, coping with the amount of heat that is in this room. Mm, I
0: guess maybe if we look into it like that, yeah.
1: But it looks like they've gone so long that they have now migrated to the bedroom <laughs> without any real pause to show that. You just all of a sudden see they're in a shower, whether it's on or not, and then
0: they're in the bedroom. Oh, I didn't even pick up on the shower detail. Yeah. It's like a very blink-and-you'll-miss-it detail of the uh, stream at the top uh, right here.
1: It does say, however... This is three hours later. Oof.
0: It's just like, oh, man, that just hurts at that point, right? <laughs> oh, I couldn't imagine. Yeah. Uh, and then there's just, you know, more good stuff as we see, like, nice, like, uh, zoom up panels of, uh, you know, genitals, a lot of, like, interesting positions, a cradle. Uh, yeah, it just, it keeps going and going and then. This is a huge spread of just, like, the x-ray of uh, the penis inside, which is just impressive, you know? There is one panel, and I'm not quite... Oh, never mind. I figured it out.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the time he is cradling, though, is kind of curious because his hands look bigger. They're, like, digging into her more. He's looking a little bit, like, more, like, vicious at times, and not in a way that, like, you, it's implying that he's changing, but in a way, it just show the, like, severity of like horniness, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: He's very dom right now. Yeah, yeah. So again, If you're into that. And then there's uh this position after the X-ray. I don't know where it's quite called, but you know.
1: Oh yeah, we got a full page X-ray. That's kind of strange because we don't even see the head of the penis. No. It- we just see like the girth of the penis through the like vaginal canal somewhere. A lot of like bumps but not quite like caterpillar foot.
0: But yeah, the the weirdest full double page X ray I've ever seen. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if that was like if if it was if this warranted a uh, two page spread, but uh, I mean, here it is, and the automatic pair says pulse, so just a nice big cum throb. Yeah, and then definitely like uh, to feed into the sort of uh, breeding fetish, a lot of like you know cervix shots and stuff like that, and cum being there, and you know we're like only like a step away from like that hacky you know egg and sperm shot that they do sometimes (laughs) oh i I hate that so much like i don't i don't get that it's like yes i know that's what they do i don't find this at all appropriate for the hentai you know i I was reading through some forms today about how people
1: don't like x-ray shots even and yeah i can't like like the x-ray i guess like you know it's able to kind of bring Maybe more imagination of like actually being inside someone if you have a penis and like that's the thought you're going for. Even the other way around, you have a vagina and you're thinking like, oh, something actually in there. It brings context to it. But that's not something you ever see during sex. I, I guess it's just that break of sometimes fantasy is purely just for the fantasy and not the actual execution. Yeah. But the sperm
0: to egg just takes it so much yeah i don't get it at all like I, I get it that's what happens after ejaculation but you know <laughs> I, I could think i could think that myself <laughs> yeah and they never showed the full detail like they never
1: show like the spur some of the sperm dying to like the sperm sides <laughs> that are naturally secreting in
0: the vagina yeah. i mean if you're you going know, all if the way if do it do it all the way yeah, yeah. <laughs> and show the you know the egg splitting and all that sort of stuff you know all that mm-hmm. you know yeah. cowards i say um <laughs> exactly uh There we go, uh and then I guess we finished off here. There's like a nice, like you know, cool down page. Them just um cuddling each other, but then also kind of shit talking each other. They have a very interesting relationship, which is you know it's very cute. And then we, I guess we finish up with a little epilogue of them saying like you know they continue to fuck every night for the rest of their lives or whatever. It's a little
1: jaunting what's going on here because it does say they uh, continue to ride Marco night after night. Um, that's a story for another time, though. And then it jumps to him waking up with a talisman that says, just a dream. So the implication is that that was inferring that they're having sex night after night, but then we're going to the next morning to show that the talisman didn't work. I I don't know. The, that kind of seemed like a a break in
0: chronology yeah i'm not quite sure if like the translation just couldn't emphasize what was happening here is like is it actually taken to be hyper literal of like oh this was all just a dream in marco's uh filthy head or was it like a an insult like oh you know like just a dream you silly baka you know that you could ever get with me despite us being four months in lao you know i i'm not too sure it's a bit um ambiguous but on the plus side there's a nice shot of a car i know i like that mm-hmm. <laughs> they're just cruising down uh, la what looks of it um yeah <laughs>
1: and again just for all our listeners out there lemon fonts a uh, website has info for commissioning would be great if you commission him for car porn
0: <laughs> no stop that i gotta block all that now and i block the words lightning and a queen in my email <laughs> yeah then there's just like a little like uh, epilogue here. After all that loving, you, you ought to be just fine. Oh, I guess there was a bit more clarification where he says, like, oh, you're an open book, Amaro. I knew that wasn't no dream. So, like, is it like the talons, the talismans have actually virtually no effect?
1: Well, she does say like, oh, like, how did it not work on him? So, I guess there's this implication that Marco's like a little bit more than he might seem also. Mm, who knows? There's some mystery behind our characters. Yeah. Also, this, I might be playing too into this, but it's like, when he says, oh, you're an open book. At this point, we're at the end of the manga. So the book is fully opened.
0: Oh, <laughs>
1: fourth wall.
0: <laughs> you're in too deep, Milk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just covered in red string. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm going to need a new board for this one. <laughs> uh, yeah and then they drive off like marco's got some reckless driving here very funny like uh on two wheels skidding as they go off into the sunset uh very anime yeah but then also very anime is this uh last minute introduction of a uh, possible antagonist um so we got uh two mysterious characters here up on some roof i guess why not uh, one is covered in a disheveled robe, the other one is a uh small anime girl wearing a very interesting attire. She's kind of got the um Death Stranding necklace going oh, on, too. Yeah, I can I can definitely see that. Um, I don't know what those things do did in Death Stranding. I I refuse to touch that game. <laughs> but yeah. Uh perhaps I ought to teach her a lesson, she says, about just how weak a Daochi with no jangshi really is. Um And then she says, what do you say? And turns into the character called Fango. And Mm -hmm. that's where we end. And it was introduced
1: that this girl here is uh, Enmaro's stepsister. And so I wonder if this is the stepbrother. And these are like other creations. Uh,
0: Only time will tell. And that was uh, Enmaro, the uh, audiobook by Lemon Font. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So Aurora, what did you think?
2: Okay, can you guys hear me? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, take two of the episode. Okay, uh, Aurora, do you want to say what you thought of the the show?
2: Oh, um, or
1: of the the head tie.
2: Uh, yeah, no, I thought it was really interesting, but it's weird because we went over like forty one pages, but I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> you
1: you read through all the pages? I read
2: through all the pages, yes. And other than, like, I know that Lemon had mentioned in the beginning that they thought um, there was, like, some kind of robot Android thing going on. But um, I thought maybe there would be a hint to that, even, like, with the device kind of, like inserted inside her like maybe there would be some kind of mention or maybe in an x-ray i tried to like analyze the x-rays to see if there was some kind of hint at something that didn't belong but there wasn't
1: oh yeah even that double page x-ray didn't have some hidden secret
2: yeah the the penis speed line heart page so i liked it in that it's like kind of this um i mean all the like sex positions were really interesting and i really liked that panel where he was kind of like dotted out oh yeah yeah um that was really interesting um and kind of made it seem a little bit more scary but like i don't know i feel like we've moved more into a hentai world where we enjoy more plot than what's given for sure and then like this whole thing with the stepsister at the end and then like frankenstein is with her
0: (laughs) The the monster mash, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I I definitely
1: have to buy the next one of these because I'm so curious to see where it goes. Yeah,
2: I just I just think it's really interesting that the that it's 41 pages, Mm. but like there's virtually like no information. Like it doesn't even. I'm not even sure what they do for a job. Like are they mercenaries? Are they like debt collectors? Are they bounty hunters?
1: So the only clue I found about their employment is on the third page. Her armband says the name of the company, but it is also somewhat obstructed by some of her hair. Mm. Cause I believe it's Yasma Yazuma Company.
0: Does he have the same band on Emma?
1: No, and, and anytime it shows detail in his clothing, it's so roughly drawn.
2: Do they do they fix motorcycles? Like are they mechanics? Like <laughs>
1: It is quite curious. Really, every time the plot was mentioned, it was only questions, like, added to what's going on. It it never addressed things. Mm. If this was made into an anime, it would be a fantastic first episode.
0: Oh, yeah, like a lot of uh, mystery and intrigue. Maybe that's what the deal is, you know? We're just plopped into the middle of all this um, chaos, and then later chapters will fill it out.
2: Yeah, I, I just... I'm assuming that there's some kind of, like arms for hire
1: after reading this whole thing the trigun inspiration is very heavy in this
2: Mm -hmm.
1: trigun being a full anime had the luxury of having a lot of like filler to the beginning to meet the characters and have that fluff of like being like friends with them and enjoying them before the questions really started hitting and then the answers started coming i feel like this being erotic had to get to the the sex right away so it didn't have
0: that fluff beginning a lot of anime can do yeah i mean i guess i can definitely um relate to that where like sometimes exposition just isn't sexy in a hentai so like i can understand like the need to cut it or maybe like push it off to the side uh but inversely like we you, gotta explain what the heck is inside that scar <laughs>
1: so, so in like shapeshifter are you not gonna have a scene where Faye's like don't you think how sexy it is the origins of my species and where we come from <laughs> exactly you know
0: um ooh, aurora just disappeared again
1: I, I think that's where we'll have to call it <laughs> Oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh wow cool yeah, if you guys didn't notice, Aurora was pretty quiet this episode, and that's because as soon as we really
0: got into it, her internet started dying. Okay, we'll just pretend like she's still here. Oh, wow, mm-hmm. Aurora, you would say something so brave and controversial. Wow, okay. Yeah. Goodness. <laughs> you can't, can we hope we don't get cancelled. You can't air that, can we milk? <laughs>
1: um but for people who do have internet
0: lemon where can people find your stuff uh they can find me at www.lemonfontcomics.com also uh, patreon.com slash lemon please go there pledge to me we got a lot of fun stuff on there you can see like comic pages with like some of the concept art and um, around them now that's something i'm doing we've been trying to implement since last time
1: yeah, and you've got a Discord. I'm going to plug that because we also have a Discord. Two very fun places.
0: Yeah, definitely. Uh, definitely come check out our, our Discord. It's a very um, safe and welcoming place for everyone. Our moderator teams are brilliant. I just had a, a meeting with all of them uh, on Friday, and I just wanted to sort of like run review on some rules and going forward and stuff like that. And just I'm waffling on a bit, but I'm just saying like, yeah, please come to our Discord. We're very welcoming. And we're very just a chill bunch.
1: Yeah, uh, I've been in there a bit, definitely mean to be in there more, Um, but it's always great to find a good sex positive, but not like grossly horny atmosphere, you know? Exactly. We're all very normal here. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And for the rest of you normal people out there, good luck on your erotic endeavors. Yep. (laughs) Thanks again for being on Lemon. You've always are wonderful.
0: Thank you very much. Always happy to be back Oh gosh. This guy has never been to a hentai before obviously everyone's lactating